on joke. I don't think you're going to get that one, Zay. Not part of the culture. Quite niche. Quite niche. Mm. Nope. It's an nope. early 2000s random underground hip-hop song. By Mickey Avalon. It wasn't even great then. <laughs> Let me see you do the Jane Fonda. One, two, three, four. Bring your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. You like that song way more than I thought you did 30 <laughs> seconds ago. I knew way more about that song than You're I thought I did. This is super in the Mickey Avalon. I, I you, did not know. Do you celebrate the rest of They Them's discography? Uh, is that the name of the album, They Them? I'm not sure. I've seen the way They Them dress, so I didn't want to say he. Nice. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Zay Johnson back at the station. Zay. How are you guys doing? Proper? It's doing pretty good. How are you doing, Van? Good, man. It's been Had a, a nice little 4th of July vacay. Got to hang out with the fam. Missed them dearly. But now I'm back and ready to rock. Nice. I'm pumped. I'm downtown at Red Door Brewing right here on Central Avenue. You know what would be nice if you did this, like, as soon as you get back? Because, to me, the only way to answer any question. No, okay. let me start over. The best way to answer any question is with another question. Is with a home run. <laughs> if there's ever, there are a lot of people here at the Red Door. Oh, they have if, a lot of fun too. If you are at, a spirited darts match going on, correct? Yeah. Billiards. Is it? There's okay. Not a pool table here. Okay, that's something different. Those are darts. Darts. Mm-hmm. To the best thing in all of sports is a home run. There is nothing better that can be done in sport. Than a home run. Okay, I'm going to halfway agree with you. Okay. There's a lot of home runs. Not all of them are that special. The whole up. The walk-off home run is the best thing in all of sports. The walk-off home run is a good home run. If I were to do a list. It's one of the best home runs. I think this guy just hit a home run back here in the corner That's on the dartboard. Hey, even hitting a bull. 180. That is a, uh, that's one Zay won't get. Yep. That's it. A bullseye in darts is not as good as a triple 20. Triple 20 is a better bullseye. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying the best answer is home run. Home run to me is when you versus whoever. Home run. The conversation, any question before the conversation is over. Any conversation had afterwards, it's already been answered. You hit a home run. And Ellie De La Cruz hit the best one of the year yesterday. One of the best ones of the he year. He hit the best one of the year. If it was a walk-off, it would have been the best one. It, but it's already top five. What made it, it the best? It was better. What's that, Zay? What made it the best? I missed it. Well, I got you. Thank you for that. Okay. <laughs> it's... Welcome to the business. Hard segue. Yeah, I got you. Thanks. So, <laughs> what ha- happened was. What ha- happened was. Early in the game, second inning, the band was the second inning? Yeah. Early in the game, second inning, the manager, Dave Martinez, the Nats manager, he says, hey, uh, hey young, that young yipper snapper over there, uh-huh. Ellie Dale Cruz, the kid that's, uh, he's having so much fun at my party. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, check his bat. Check his bat. Check his bat. He's got to be cheating. There's he no l- other way he could be actually good. Look at the nub on the bottom of his bat. He's got to have something. That nub has to mean something. Show me some nub. Show me your nub, dog. Mm. 
So the officials pick it. And I, I don't know if you saw the, the bottom of it. Yeah. It looks like um, like one of those poppers that used to throw against the wall, one of those plastic, and it would pop stick to the wall. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. It looks like an inverted plunger. We're coming in hot with a bunch of dated references. Wait, yeah. These are not dated. What are you talking about? First of all, if you get these I'm def- 40 and you're almost 40 and that those things happen when we were teenagers. If you get these references, you can date me cuz no. these are good. Okay. These are good references. Thanks Leonardo DiCaprio. So <laughs> <laughs> So Ellie De La Cruz gets called out by this Martinez cat. And the Martinez cat says, "Hey, uh ch- check his bat." Okay. Okay. So then what what ha- happens is Ellie De La Cruz smashes a dinger. Yeah. I'm talking a swamp donkey. Yeah. I'm talking a no doubt. No doubter. I'm talking a red rocket. Off the bat. The accused bat. 455 feet. Five to one. And as he's rounding the bases, he looks over at the Nats dugout and he says, check the bat. <laughs> says, what's, what's the new one everyone's doing, man? The pepper grinder? Is that what everyone's doing? I like that one a lot. Everyone's doing the pepper grinder? I don't know Mm. the reference, but I like it. So I think it's on the road. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Pepper grinder sails through the roof in Japan after (laughs) World Baseball Classics. Uh, (laughs) What's the name of the cat that plays with the Cardinals that played in Japan? Uh, uh, Lars Nootbar. Lars Nootbar was doing the pepper grinder. Half German, half Japanese. Watch out for this guy. Uh, It's like that song that I really like from the 80s about turning Japanese. Uh Uh-huh. Well, he's half Japanese. Keep dating it. Yeah, he's he's half. So as he comes around, (laughs) the question from manager, loser Martinez, on if the bat is juiced, he answers it with a no-doubter. It was just a swing track nodule. Correct. You just use it to check your launch angle and your bat speed. It has nothing to do with the bat or performance at all. The, the performance just... is the theater of even asking him to have it checked. Sure. And we almost had another little George Brett episode here. All right, so I thought luckily, there. luckily, cooler heads prevailed, and they're like, this doesn't matter at all. This is actually inhibiting him. This is making his bat... Half an ounce heavier. He's making it harder for himself, and you're trying to make it easier for him. It is not. This backfired against you. Are you talking about loser manager Martinez? Are you talking about Ellie, the savior of baseball, De La Cruz? Dave Martinez is more of a babysitter than a manager. If you're, you know you're going to lose. You're no, you know you're going to lose all of the games as the manager of the Washington Nationals. There's only one worse gig in baseball, and that's the manager of the friggin' Oakland A's. Did you see his quote after the game? Why do you even say anything? You know you're just going to embarrass yourself if you make any kind of flashy managerial decision because you know your team's about to get twerped by a bunch of 20-somethings from Cuba. All these babies are beating us up. Yeah, all these small children. Would you rather fight one horse-sized baby or a hundred Horses, babies that are horse size. What's how's it work? <laughs> baby size horses. Would you fight would you one rather... horse size baby? Yes. Or a hundred baby size horses. The answer is one horse size baby. Yes, yeah, it's a baby. It's a baby. Yeah. Ellie De La Cruz. The real question is, you want to fight one horse size duck or a hundred duck size horses? Because <laughs> ducks are mean and gnarly. 
especially once they turn into swans for whatever reason. They get that attitude about them. When they got it's the like eggs the perfect hatched. blend. Just yeah. like elk. But if it's a baby, it's just a dumb baby. Well, I don't know. First of all, I don't know anything about duck eggs. I feel like they're exotic. I don't care what size the baby is. I'm going to beat the dumb baby. The two, if you're going to blend two things perfectly together, you blend 50% Adam Dunn hitting swamp donkeys, okay. 50% Deion Sanders running around the bases, okay. and you end up with Ellie De La Cruz. That's pretty sweet. That's you, a really good comparison. You, you put your fingers together yeah. like you're molding a dough. Sure. And that dough is Ellie De La Cruz's swag. Okay. And he gives it to Dave Martinez, who, by the way, afterwards is like, there's my place for less yeah. in the game. D- quoted, didn't like his yes, antics. Yes, there is a place for it. Didn't like his antics. It's called entertainment. Be entertaining. Have fun. This is why people don't like baseball, because you can't have fun. For two years, he had that's a clown question, bro, Bryce Harper. No, four years. Yep. And for up until, like, the middle of last year, Juan, look at what I do below the waist, Soto. I'm sorry, what? Every time I'm at the plate. Oh, okay. I didn't like his antics after the game. Juan Soto's been pimping home runs longer than Zay has known what a pimp is. Yeah, if you don't. Okay, very nice. If you don't, speaking of pimping, if you don't pimp that home run, and do a majestic bat flip and a celebration, does the home run even count? No. Let's start talking. Let's start taking this seriously. If you don't have <laughs> That's what we're doing. If you don't have a grade A bat flip and celebration, you bring them right back to the box. Do it again. It's a strike. It's like a reverse mulligan at a golf scramble. Exactly. Yeah, we like, take it right yeah. back. Oh, what's that hole in one? Sorry, friend. We have some little kid who caught the home run ball. He's got to throw it right back. You give them a strike, and we do it all over again. You, you say, here's my reverse mulligan tee. Yeah. There's do it no, again. There's no Barry Sanders handing the ball to the ref. Right. you got to pimp that home run, and you got to make it worth it, or it doesn't friggin' count. That's the whole point of the reverse mulligan. Keep up the pace of play. <laughs> yeah. Stay in front of us. Yeah, please. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're going to ruin you. We're going to ruin everything about you. Oh, gosh. So then afterwards, and by the way, nothing is going to happen to Ellie De La Cruz. Of course Liter- not. Literally nothing. It's a swing track nodule. A what? Nodule? Swing track nodule. It's nodule business what it is. Manager Mike Nick Dave Martinez. So Nigel? Wait for a Nigel. Okay, it goes like, because you just did that voice. Okay. It goes like this. Ellie De La Cruz's bat knob. Dave Martinez being a knob. Uh huh. It's that order. They cancel each other out. No harm, no foul. <laughs> <laughs> Keep playing, boys. That's not the one. <laughs> oh gosh, he threw the biggest fit, dude. And I loved it. I love whenever the kid is like, "No." I experienced a super similar situation when I was playing little league baseball. I don't even remember what it's called. Connie Mack. Connie Wait. Mack is a type of baseball. What what are you when you're in sixth grade or whatever? You're, fifth or sixth grade. You're uh whatever you're, whatever's past little league. Anyways. In today's age, you're they or them. A few years older than me, stud baseball player from Carlsbad, Mexico, Mike Perini actually played in the pros. I know Mike. You know Mike? You wanna be like Mike? I wanted to be like Mike. So Mike graduated on to another bat and he hand me down to bat and I used in a baseball game. And my first at bat, I dropped a friggin' bomb. Put it on. 
home run over and over again. I drop bombs. <laughs> there is no only time, brother. Mm -hmm. So I drop a bomb, park it on top of the concession stand. Okay. Some, some lucky fan gets a snow cone out okay. of it. And then my next time up, a couple innings later, because my team sucked and no one else got on base, so it happened really fast, I get back up again. <laughs> I get back up again using that bat, and the opposing manager comes out waving his hand. He's like, la, 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 let's check the bat. Okay. And then he the shows. The little kid bat. The little kid bat. The adult came out and said, let's check the let's child's check bat. check the little kid's bat. Not for oh, being court, like but he thought that it was too big for that league. So oh, he plus said, minus. So he said, yeah. He said, here, umpire, check this bat out. Unbeknownst to me, who doesn't know the rules, who never read the book of the Little League rules. You were cheating. I was cheating. So they took the bat, and then my coach storms out and throws a huge fit. Why didn't you say that right when you first found it? Blah, blah, blah. Right. It's this huge argument. Right. And then guess who comes out from uh, his truck out in center field? Old Van Sr. comes in and throws a big hissy fit. I like that Van Sr. during the story is sitting in the air conditioning of his truck watching the game. Yeah, probably with a coldie. Most likely a natty light, a little six-pack of coldies listen, in the center field. Listen to conservative AM talk radio. Most likely, yes. <laughs> Shout out to KKOB. So <laughs> Pops comes rushing out, and he causes a scene. Yeah. So my dad and my coach form like Voltron oh, and start gosh. yelling at the umpire and, the and start yelling at the other coach. But they were right the whole time. I was literally using an illegal bat that's for the older group. Once you graduate from the next league, that's yeah. the bat you use the next time. So let me tell you what I did. So you weren't in Connie Mac. You were in Connie Mike. Something bro. like that. I don't even remember what the yeah. name of the league was called. I'm so old. Uh, <laughs> so what ha happened was uh -huh. I channel my inner Ellie De La Cruz, yep. and I use my old bat. What did I do next, Fred? Struck out. Wrong. I hit another one right on top of the concession oh. stand. They make you crawl up there and get it after the game? And they get no, I made cone. it rain snow cones on that whole crowd with a brand-new bat. And then guess who comes rushing out of his truck again? My father. Senior. To yell at everyone in the crowd. I told you. He gave them the that's what's up to everybody. I told you he is him. I dropped two bombs, and we still lost. He is him. I told you. <laughs> Well, so I get this. What Ellie, year is this? I get this. I got. I don't know. I was twelve. Sorry. So what are you now? Forty-two. One. So, thank you. Forty-one. So, so this is thirty years. Don't ago. age me any more than I need to. So this is nineteen ninety-two. Something like that. So in nineteen ninety-two. Correct. You're no, maybe four. All right. So it's nineteen ninety-four. Three or ninety-four. How was your Ross Perot impersonation at that time? Uh, it was pretty strong. <laughs> It was pretty strong already, yeah. Was it Ross Perot or Dana Carvey my, doing Ross Perot? My HW was better. Okay. My HW was better at the time. But, yeah, so I get it, Ellie De La Cruz. Good for sticking up for yourself and good for dropping that bomb to shut them haters up. Love every second of it. Allegedly hit a home run on I think, top of I think I set the precedent. I am the blank canvas for Ellie De La Cruz now. You're welcome. I don't Major think, League Baseball. I don't think Netflix was willing to pay you a single dollar for a documentary. What? But they were willing to pay Jerry Jones 50 million. They are doing whenever we get back. It's two men on live from Red Door downtown. It's already popping here. Five tonight on air. Hang on a little bit later. Afterwards.
Cast Wave. It's two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, back live at Red Door downtown. Let's go. Let's go. This one kind of got buried by the holiday. We're going to give it to you right now. So it's being reported that Netflix is going to pay Jerry Jones 50 milli. Oh, God. To shoot a docuseries on, like, the 90s Cowboys. Okay? America's team. America's team. Now, this is kind of an interesting one to me because the 90s are only, like, 10,000 days away. I think it'd be about 10,034 days since they've been in an MFC championship game. Okay. I think exactly that. So, and I think by rule, that's not long enough for it to be historical. Close. Super close. It's super close. It's super close. And I think the comp to this idea is Michael Jordan's The Last Dance. That's the comp. They did it roughly the same, same time zone. And they're gonna Netflix is gonna shoot a fifty milli docuseries. But here's the thing. It's apparently not going to be on the nineties Dallas Cowboys bringing in the coach from Miami, you know, bringing in the quarterback that wins one game in his first season, bringing in the drug addicted wide receiver, <sighs> bringing in the the actual good human being running back that loses his stuff and becomes a bad human being, uh-huh. bringing in the do-rag wearing, primetime playing, cornerback. It's not going to be an actual good story with a bunch of failures and then redemption arcs. It's apparently going to be a story about Jerry Jones. It's all about Jerry Jones? It's all about Jerry Jones. Miss me with that. Miss me, right? Miss me with that. What is the point of this thing? I need a Jay Novacek-centric documentary or GTFO. So I'm confused. I don't hate it. <laughs> so, so help me out here. Was Dallas the talk of the nation the way they are now before Jerry got there? No. So why wouldn't Jerry be able to produce a good-selling documentary all about him? Is he not an interesting person? He's- Roger Staubach fought in the war. <laughs> what are you talking about? We talked about the Cowboys before the 90s, before Jerry Jones. As much as we I do mean, now. Is this docuseries going to go all the way? Mm. Well, now it's 2020 plus, and we're talking about yeah. Jerry Jones' sexual assault accusations. Oh, and we're talking about. Yeah, is that. Is there some hush money going on there? Are they actually going to cover that part of the story? Yeah. Do you want to go, like, should we pull up some file work from Texas appellate courts and just try to figure out what's exactly going on down there? Is that the documentary you want? We're going to talk about Jerry Jones hopping around five star hotels like. Uh, Tiger Woods used to stomp through Denny's. Yeah, should they go back? All, yeah. Should they go back all the way to when Jerry Jones was 14 years old, standing outside high schools and segregated oh, Arkansas, wow. putting up middle fingers at, yeah. at young yeah, adults as uh, white students harassing black finger. students on their way to school. He was not well, holding I'm just up just asking. Middle I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, because you couldn't see through the kid in front of him. That's no, why he, he allegedly. Looked, that's what I'm. He looked a little interested. He looked racist. <laughs> he looked. And <laughs> continues to look racist, allegedly. Isaiah's got victim mentality here. He's like, he's like, it's not Jerry's fault. Yeah, he was just accidentally there. I mean, to, Jerry to his Crow. credit, to his credit, right? <laughs> we take Fred and Van, take Fred and Van, and we spawn them in Arkansas 
back in that time. You guys may not be yeah. thinking the same way you're thinking now. You may, you know, it's all about it's all about time. You gotta give them a break. I'm too nice. To what? <laughs> be racist? Yeah. 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 Too nice. <laughs> if I had the same mom, there's no way. You put me with a different family. Who knows? If I was, I might be just like Jerry Jones. <laughs> if I was racist, I would just need to delete my dating app. Like, there's no way. I can't. Like, like Zay is black. Zay is my black friend who I just call my friend. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, you have yet to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard you say that once. That Zay is my friend or my black friend. Your black friend. Yeah, I've never. I will never. You've say never that. said that. I also don't say he's my friend. Yeah. You got to say that first. Yeah. The boy. Uh, good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what God's sake? <laughs> Shut up. Turn it up to 11. Let's go. But is that what this docuseries needs to be about for you to be happy, Zay? Does it need to go all the way back to, to rural Arkansas and the time that I went down to Cancun during a midlife crisis and got super drunk at a resort with Jerry Jones' private jet pilot, and he told me the craziest stories that I had ever heard in my entire life? Is that what it needs to be about? Is this a fact? It's 100% a fact. Eva, Eva Longoria just made a fake movie about a fake story about a fake janitor who became CEO of Frito-Lay because he invented Takis. That was weird. Yeah. that's a, The story is a lie. It's all a lie. That is not what happened at all. It's not what happened. But now people believe that that's exactly what happened, that this dude became CEO of Frito-Lay because he invented hot Cheetos. That is a lie. If you could make that movie, you could make a documentary with Jerry Jones where he's not racist. Cam Jordan, who played for the Saints all those years, says, quote, is this documentary pre or post-1957? Yeah, for sure. Oh, God. If it's, if it's only from the 90s, he's got a chance. But it can't be about him. No one cares about him. It has to be about the dudes on the field, and it either has to be complete support of those dudes from idiots like Zay, or it has to be complete disregard from those dudes like idiots like me if you want to make an interesting documentary about an owner it has and jerry number one I hold think, on oh what what kind of, the ice cream guys right, today's i9 varsity i9 varsity of owners okay okay today's i9 varsity i9 varsity of owners owners all yeah. right this could get dark real yeah, fast yeah, the gotta car- be careful here right, so um and there's like 200 years of American history we're not going to use. Okay. Okay. So recently. <laughs> the guys that own Cards Against Humanity. Post-Selma <laughs> is our list. <laughs> Post the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. No, it's still pretty rough after that. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Still some rough years. Not good. Yeah. We're doing, hey, we're doing better now. Are we? Apparently, we don't even need affirmative action. Says I recently learned. The Supreme Court. And then, like, oh, I don't know a person who would be able to speak on that, Kamala Harris. She gets immediately booed when she picks up a microphone to say she has an opinion on it. Mm. There's a handful of people who are allowed to have an opinion on this. And I would say the vice president of the United States, who's yeah. a woman and a minority, right. might be able to speak. Might be able to contribute her two cents. She's a half of one person that can speak on this topic. It's allegedly. Allegedly. That's the best part is us being able to make the decisions for everyone else. Oh, you mean old white guys? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know what's best. We're on our way. Just yeah, like Jerry sure. Jones. Haven't you uh, studied all of history? We're doing great. Is Jerry Jones a junior? Is he JJJ? Is he JJJ? Because that's close to where he wants to be. Another scan.
Oh, that was. All right, write this down in my journal. Fred told a funny one today. Fred told a really good joke today that I did not see coming. Zay is a Cowboys fan who, for some reason, can't make better decisions. Would you prefer to see the 90s Last Dance-style documentary on the Dallas Cowboys or a Jerry Jones uh, suck piece? (laughs) Definitely Dynasty, but I'm down for both. Give me the dynasty. I give me the. Want, give me I the would like to, I would like to just years on Deion Sanders being there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Give me the. Give me the two years back to back where he won uh, championships. He raised the Lombardi Trophy with two different teams in back to back years. Give me that documentary. I want the Ryan Leaf years. Whoa. I want the Drew Bledsoe years. Okay. While they're in the NFL or after? I want the Quincy Carter years. So what? I want the Chad Hutchinson years. That's that's rough. That's what I want. Oh, my goodness. Give me those years. Eef. Give me when there was no hope. Good, just watch the History Channel the, instead. Yeah. That'd be way more depressing. Way more depressing. Oh my goodness. Those are the years Zay's familiar with. The, fan, the fandom that Zay and Cowboy fan has is not for Cowboy team that they've ever seen. Their, mm. their fandom is for... The Wayback Machine only. Nah. Yeah, Tony Romo and Des Bryant. Oh, yeah. That's all he knows. That's all they know. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. just hears stories about the old Cowboys. Yeah, the old Cowboys. Back yeah. in my day, Cowboys. Back when... Back when I was hitting two dingers in a game. Yep, back to back, <laughs> on back-to-back pitches. With different bats. They were Stan on Nelly, the only little leaguer ever <laughs> to hit back-to-back home runs on consecutive pitches. Now does it make more sense that I'm an Astros fan? Because I was obviously a cheater when I was Cheated very young. In. Yeah. Ugh. Well, what you should do, hear me out. Okay. Who would have the money? Jimmy Johnson? Who would have the money? Michael Irvin? Who would have the money? Jimmy Johnson, the coach or the yeah. NASCAR driver? The coach. Okay. <laughs> you make your own documentary. Oppo. Yeah. You go, whatever they say, you go opposite. Yeah, you go opposite. Yeah. Now, that's what I want. I want the Jerry Jones... Just, just slot piece. Yeah. And then I want. Give me the the Fifty Shades of Gray, Jerry yes. Jones. <laughs> Create that. And I want everyone who knows better. Hopping hotel to hotel, uh-huh. and knocking up the lady who changes the linens. And then I want I want him to sit down across from Stan Kroenke, and I want him to go, go that poor bastard. <laughs> you guys better keep this Give energy. Me that Robert last Kraft. Dance. Robert Kraft better get the same treatment. From oh God. Okay, even lower hanging fruit. Thank you very much. <laughs> Robert Kraft would pay fifty million dollars for someone to make a documentary against Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been to some Robert Kraft. Have I told Have I told this story in era? I've been to like a Robert Kraft Super Bowl party. Have I talked about this? I don't believe so. Okay, so I'm on air. Let's go to break. When we get back, I'm gonna tell. I went to Robert Kraft Super Bowl party. This would have been in seventeen. This is the same night I hung out with Jim Brown. Okay. It's a weird list of people that were at this party. Although, I guess technically those kind of make sense. They're both football adjacent. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, Super weird night. Also, <sighs> oops. Yeah. I did it again. I played with your bodyguard. Got lost in the game. More hits for Brittany. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Live at Red Door Downtown. 
I'm at the Super Bowl party in Houston. It's Robert Kraft Super Bowl party. Okay. And it's Robert Kraft, and then the the musical act is Flo Rida. I wonder where he's from. Florida? Flo Florida is Florida. Oh my god, I just got that. Yeah, Florida is Florida. Oh man, that's been a stone cold mystery to me forever. So it's at like the top of this hotel in Houston, whatever. It's just it's like super nice downtown hotel. And the the ice sculpture is per capita at this thing more than I've ever seen anywhere in my life. Oh, what were the ice sculptures of? Kind of like everything. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like NFL Shield there was New England Patriot head. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there was a Atlanta Falcon, you know, with the long wing that goes down. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about? So had all that stuff. Um, I was, Jim Brown was there, which was cool. I talked to him for a while. But the point I'm trying to get to, if Robert Kraft's personal party life is nearly as good as his professional party life, Robert Kraft got stories. Of course he's got Stories. Stories. He's a billionaire NFL owner. Pretty good job. Of course he's going to have stories. He probably got a bunch of stories that he's legally not able to tell. Because he signed stuff? Yeah, because he signed NDAs about them. Signing stuff to me is a I bet he's got like six or seven on Gronk alone. Do you think he knew way more about Aaron Hernandez before? I think everybody did. He apparently was acting a fool for years before he actually, you know, got caught for the murder. He got caught for the murder because he was covering up what a lot of people alleged to be like a fella and fella affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. That's wild to me. Yeah. It's wild to me. Puts the gay and gangster. <laughs> Isaiah, cut that off. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a hot button. I don't uh, care when you use it. Okay. Be next week. Be yep. the week after. Could be. It could be the Tuesday before the Wednesday that we take off before Thanksgiving. Or on Thanksgiving. That'd be sweet. And we're doing the I-9 varsity of Thanksgiving sides. And you just drop. <laughs> puts the gay gangster. Don't cut that one off. Only the van one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here looking at the button. <laughs> Britney Spears was allegedly assaulted Wednesday night in Vegas after a member of NBA Phenomenon, Victor Wimbiama's security, backhanded her in the face, and she has filed a police report, boys. Even when she's not making music, she's still got hits. It's wow. impressive. The incident went down at Catch Restaurant in the Aria Hotel. <laughs> Catch these hands. In 8.30 p.m., <laughs> Britney, along with her husband, Sam... As Gari, no clue. And two others went to the restaurant for dinner. She was swarmed by fans as she entered the casino. Brittany and Co. Should be a should be like a jewelry place. Brittany right? and Co. Brittany and Co. walked over to catch. Have you seen this new Twitter threads? Have you seen this today? I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. We should sign up. During the break, Let's we're gonna get sign talk up for ABQ. Also, get, get at Zay Talks. I want to own that so Zay can't. Nice. Yeah. I'm on it. <laughs> Brittany spotted Victor. Where's 
were told she's a fan and went over to him and asked him to take a photo together. Tapped him on his back right shoulder. The director of the security team <laughs> for the San Antonio Spurs, the team that drafted Victor, instantly backhanded her, causing her to fall to the ground, knocking her glasses off. Aw, cute little schoolgirl glasses. I doubt it. I bet they're big, oversized Tina Fey ones. Uh, that's like all I can see her in, is a schoolgirl outfit. Maybe you get glasses. She's like a grown-up and everything now. I understand that, but it's just so deeply ingrained into my psyche. Red jumpsuit. Red jumpsuits for you? Yeah. I am a couple of years older than you. The, off the yeah. air, off the air, I'm going to tell you a story about a person that we know in this red jumpsuit. Oh, okay. I'm in. <laughs> Brittany quickly composed herself, went to the table where told the security guy came over to the table and apologized. He said, quote, you understand how it is when you're being swarmed by fans. Yeah. He apologized and Brittany accepted it. Brittany's security team, which, by the way, is super weak compared to Victor's. Oh, of course. Spend time got, with who are you going to protect more, a seven-and-a-half-foot-tall guy? He's seven-and-a-half feet tall. He's got to have some really big dudes protecting him. Britney Spears is Britney Spears. You just have, like, a couple dudes. Allegedly, Victor Security went on to say, I thought you were a regular person, which would have made this perfectly fine. <laughs> it still makes it fine. That's you just don't real. bum-rush somebody who doesn't know you. Not everyone knows who Britney Spears is or what she looks what? like. Yeah. Yes, they do. That's some some security player, probably like ex-Special Forces or something, like has enough time to listen to early 2000s pop music. It no. doesn't give you the right to slap the sonic rings out of her. <laughs> if I saw Britney walking down the street, I don't think I'd recognize her. That's being honest. You're an idiot and a liar. Every I single am person. Serious. Every single person. But what if she was, like, dressed like a, a Marvel superhero? Like an all-red like, jumpsuit? And a hoodie. No, just, like, in a hoodie and, like, a, a navy blue hat and dark glasses and, like, a, you know, a stubble beard. Bill hat. Yeah, super curved bill hat with yes. aviator sunglasses and a stubble beard. To hide from Hydra. You slap that on Britney Spears. I'm not going to know who she is. Everyone knows who she is because everyone watched that Zoe, that Joe Exotic <laughs> documentary, and she was playing with the snake in it. Was she really? Yes. That snake was Joe Exotic's snake? That's what I'm saying. Oh, I forgot that part. Well, I mean, in a court of law. Or it was, or it was Sam Carolina or whatever. It was one of the two guys. Oh, the other one? There was lots of them in the thing. There Joe stole the show. For sure. Yeah, he was an upstager. The other creepy pervy guy. Anyways, let's not Sam talk. Carolina. Let's not go there. <laughs> like, the security guard was in the right. They were protecting their client. You don't just bum rush somebody that's being protected by security. You don't just backhand a chick who's 120 pounds. Well, I mean, in a court of law, it would look that the security guard is not that innocent. But still, you're just protecting your client. It's wild how good San Antonio's defense has got since Wimby. Oh, my God. That's there. pretty sweet. <laughs> Hit me, Wimby, one more time. Got one? I got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Wimbledon got shut down. We'll tell you why. Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're, of course, live from Red Door downtown. Don't forget we play on Team 
I-9 starter days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Our lunches all day, every day, well, at least the days we eat lunches. Over to the 66 Diner next Thursday, we're over at ABQX. Big thank you to the Albuquerque Dukes, our proud partner of this program. You can get, by the way, we're at the Duke store next Tuesday. You can get from the Duke store right now tickets to throwback night. That's July the 15th. You Stoked. Can, they're going to wear the Dukes jerseys or the isotopes on the field. I saw Steve making them. They look sweet. Ooh. They look super sweet. Can we can we break news here? Which which jerseys are they going with? Dukes. They're wearing Dukes jerseys. There's multiple kits. There's multiple colorways. I'm asking which one, Mr. Insider? I don't know if I have permissions. Okay. If you go to if you go to our Instagram, at TalkBQ, I may have accidentally leaked it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So if you definitely if you go to Duke City Championship Wrestling's Instagram, I think it's 100% on there. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Well, let's, we'll just ask Victor Wimbayama's security team what's the right thing to do here. Everyone who's upset, I'm going to buy one watermelon walk-off from Teller Vodka. Why are they upset about that? I'm about to also get a Twisted tea right here at the Red Door during the break. A well, Teller tea? Yeah. Watch your mouth. That's what I said. <laughs> Twisted Teller T. Nope. Teller T. Do me a favor. Set up our threads. Okay, right now. And I'm going to get a You can follow tea. us at Zay Talks. <laughs> I love it. Tune it on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Wimbledon's delayed. Is it, though? Who knows? I really like protests. I needed a Google alert on my phone to even know it was Wimbledon. It's not something I have marked in my calendar. Wimbledon fans told to refrain from having sex in quiet rooms, man. Fans? Yep. Wimbledon officials are cracking down on couples who plan to partner up. I'm not making any of this up, man. Okay. Also, add Wimbledon to your bucket list of must-see sporting events. I'm not going to watch a second of tennis. I'm just going to open up unknown doors. <laughs> Wimbledon officials are cracking down on couples who plan to use the London's venue's quiet room as a not-so-secret rendezvous spot. Tournament bosses warn spectators Monday that the secluded sanctuary space near Court 12, they're giving you the exact location. <laughs> okay. You're not supposed to do that to criminals. We'll be kept under a watchful eye for the 2023 tournament. One year after numerous couples were caught using it, as a spot for a perverse game of doubles. Okay, I like that turn of phrase right there. That's pretty good work. Not going to lie. It's all the New York Post. You just read it as a season. Five o'clock hour when we get back. Just 30 short minutes away from Sean. It's not the Mile High Club. What do you do? You go play on the clay or something? Ooh, like, what that's, you, yeah, that's a good one. Is, it, is there clay courts? Yeah. Is Wimbledon clay? I don't even know. Yeah, I just went back there and wrapped it. Wimbledon grass? They're good. Sure. Get a little ass on the grass. That's not bad. Yeah, there we go. San Diego State updates when we get back. They are quitters, and I love it. Good. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Go, go. Give it to me, baby. We are the